Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, 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 every day I'm, every day I'm, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm, every day I'm, every day I'm hustling. I wonder if, uh, I'm wondering how this is going to sound right here. Welcome to the Monday Hustle. I am your host, Malcolm Grant. Forever and always, thank you for tuning in. For those of you that are returning, thank you so much for taking time out of your day, your week, your month, whatever it is, and coming to listen to the show. I took off last week. I don't normally take, I mean, it depends. It depends. I'm not, I'm not here to fill you with rah-rah and fluffiness and I'm also not here um, with the with the intention to just talk without any anything to say, without any sort of rhyme or reason. I speak off the cuff a lot of times, unless I have something that's kind of been weighing heavy on my heart. Then I'll write it down and then we'll discuss it. Um, But for the most part, um, usually what, what comes to mind is 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 a direct reflection on something that may have happened this week or something that I came to a realization. And a lot of times it comes uh, solely from just uh, soul searching, you know, finding things that have been bothering me or finding things that I, I find to be difficult to work on. And, and I find, try to find answers because I don't. I don't have all the answers. So I, I seek professional help through through books or through people um, to help identify certain things um, that I struggle with. Um, a lot of it's based off of experience and, and things that have happened uh, in my life, which is which is essentially why this podcast became the podcast that it is. You know, it's 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 a it's a therapy for me. It's uh it's an audio diary um, for myself and for people that actually go out of their way to to listen to my diary. Not only is it a little creepy, you know, that you guys stalk me and listen to what goes on in my life, but it's also extremely, extremely um, gratifying. Um, I find it to be um, wholesome, uh, humbling and to be completely honest with you, it, um, it, I'm extremely appreciative. I can't say that enough. And I, I, as as time goes on, um, sometimes I know I can come off a little aggressive, but it's just my passion. You know, it's just my passion to communicate and to help. And I think that um, over the past couple of weeks, I've, I've really identified with what it is that I want to do for a good portion of my life. Um, it'll, it'll definitely be something that I live by. Um, and what that, what I, what I came to a realization is, is that, um, I want to serve everyone to the best of my ability. I want to give as much as I can 
without any sort of expectation to receive from anyone else. I want to provide as much value as I can, and I want to live in truth because it allows me to sleep with both eyes closed instead of one eye closed and one eye open. Um, When you consistently live in a life filled with deceit and when you uh, are doing wrong by other people, there is this, this, uh, unless you're a psychopath, I guess, I mean, but you feel guilt, you know, I don't care if you're 30 and you did something when you were 15, there are still things that stand out to you. I I can guarantee it because it's done it for me. Uh, things that stand out that you did when you were younger, maybe a girl that you fucked over or a guy that you cheated on or a person that did right by you and you did wrong by them. You know, it comes up sometimes for me. I think about things that I did before. I mean, there's nothing that you can do to change it, but it comes up. And I never want I don't want to have that feeling for the next 70 years. Let's say if I'm here until I'm 100, even if it's 60 years, you know, I don't want to have to look back on the last 60 years and still think about something that I did continuously about all the bad. Eventually, the things that I remember when I was 14, 15, 16, doing wrong by people, um, that'll eventually subside. We're going to create so many new uh, so many more new memories. And it's 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 a life well deserved or a life worth living when you can look back. And have nothing but the good things you've done for people or the or the good times that you've shared with people and moments that you've essentially uh, created by doing the right thing, by living in truth, by being honorable and holding integrity, by being disciplined and sticking to the word that you said that sticking to your word with people and coming through, becoming reliable. It gives you a sense of it gives you a sense of freedom. You know, it, it allows you to get that monkey off your back because when you're when you're always trying to get over on someone, it, you always think that someone else is trying to get over on you. I felt that way for a long time because I was doing shady shit. I always thought people were shady because I was doing wrong by people. I always thought people were going to do wrong by me. So I moved funny. You know, I uh, would consistently say that I don't trust people, but I don't trust people because I don't trust me. You know, I don't trust people because I don't trust myself enough to do the right thing. So why would someone else do the right thing? And when I decided to start doing the right thing by other people, I no longer had that feeling anymore. And sometimes people ask me, well, what if what what about the people that are going to fuck you over? And then people have fucked me over and I've done right by them consistently. Yeah, but they're not going to be around forever. You know? They could fuck you over once. Okay, there's a lesson learned. You move on. Somebody else may fuck you over again, but it's a reflection on themselves. You know, we can't continuously do the right thing and expect other people to do right by us and then give up doing the right thing because other people are doing wrong by us. Not everyone is well equipped with the necessary knowledge to realize that if they do the right things, good things will happen to them i'm a perfect example you know i did wrong by so many people for so long all the way up until i was i want to say 25 and not and good things did not happen to me 
I mean, God like took care of me and, and saved me and spared my life and, and, and allowed me to, to live as long as I did. But opportunities didn't start presenting themselves and things didn't start getting better for me until I decided to give up doing those things wrong to people. People naturally have a have a bullshit detector. You know, people know when you're doing wrong things by them. So it's better to be honest and live in truth up front than it is to 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 receive the consequence to receive that consequence of of just a, a never ending negative onslaughts of shit <laughs> like I, I don't I, it's just it's hard to explain it's things will continuously go wrong you know Re- regardless of of whether you're doing right or wrong you know and um I honestly thought that this was set up perfectly for me. This podcast, this uh, this episode specifically was set up in a way uh, in my life, in a way where it allowed me to to kind of take a step back because it was uh, someone put it as a juxtap- juxtaposition. I think if I'm if I'm saying that correctly, I might be butchering. I might be butchering the, the word, um, but it's uh, it's it's the act or an instance of placing two or more things side by side often to compare or contrast or to create an interesting effect. Um, and I'm just going to tell you exactly what happened so you can know how the how the last seven days played out. OK. Um, emotionally. Mentally and spiritually, um, you will be tested. You know, and you have to pay close attention to 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 those emotions and feelings, because if you don't tr- if you cannot control um, either one of those three, um, if one is is higher than the other, um, you don't make sound decisions. I feel except when spiritually you're as aligned as you need to emotional and mental um We'll we'll follow after, you know. I guess that was that would be the one that I would put at the top of the list, personally. Um, some may some may some may some may feel differently, but on uh, on February thirteenth, twenty twenty one, my cousin Haley Rodriguez, um, who is well on her way to becoming the first doctor in our family, as far as I know, um, she got married. She got married to um, to the love of her life. Right? And of course, it was a huge celebration. It's marriage, you know. Well, she technically got married twice now, but uh, but the party had finally arrived here in Orlando. How how we how we in the hills to be exact? That's where he went to the middle of nowhere. Um, I think they were going for like uh at least the resort that we stayed at, like an old Spaniard stylish theme, um. You could probably imagine how it was for her and her family, you know, watching her marry a man who was who has sworn to protect her, um, cherish her for as long as he lived. You know, they shared their vows and expressed emotions far more than anyone that anyone does on a regular basis to their partner. You know, it was um, it was a beautiful celebration. It wasn't the first it wasn't the first wedding that I've been to, but I think it was. The first wedding that I've been to that's in my family. Yeah. I served as a best man to my to 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 a good friend of mine 
went to his wedding and it was good. I was a part of it. You know, being a part of it is, is a little bit different. It's like working somewhere and being an employee versus going in and enjoying it as a as a as a regular patron. Um, it's a completely different vibe. It was it was beautiful. You know, it was outside and and um, she looked phenomenal. He looked great. Um, all the colors were were amazing they set it up she does um <clears throat> aerial acrobatics well she calls her like in the circus <laughs> um and she uh she had a couple of her friends that that go to her her studio and and in the middle there was like a courtyard where they were they were hanging from uh like a, it looks kind of like a giant hula hoop but it's a giant ring and they were they were they were doing um their aerial stuff and was nice you know i had an open bar and then we had a whole dance floor and got a little dancing in food was all right <laughs> but uh as you can imagine you know everybody there was filled with laugh like filled with laughter you know joyous certainty and and they made a commitment you know to enjoy life together you know i was extremely proud of her i was excited to see her happy nothing Nothing, you know, was going to ruin that moment unless someone objected. But I've always actually waited to see, is, does anyone object? Um, because I'd be that guy that says I do object. And I was always wondering what would happen. I guess it's just in the movies. Um, other than that, you know, it was, it, was, it was life in its purest form. You know, anything more pure was than that is like watching a newborn experience life for the first time. It's a it's a new beginning. It's what you would classify as uh, good or order in this sense. Um, in contrast, um, I knew that the following week we had uh, had something coming up, but I don't think for a moment while I was present um, on February thirteenth with. Uh, with my cousin's wedding, I don't think, I don't really think at all something came, yeah, once, one time, one time, um, but I was present, you know, I was there, and um, on February 20th, 2021, for those of you that have been following, my closest friend and my dear brother, you know, I've, I've, I've grew up with him for, we knew each other for 17 years, you know, he was cremated and, and he was put to rest. Uh, I, I, I attended his service exactly a week uh, after my cousin's wedding. So you can only imagine what that might feel like, you know, the, the mental preparation that goes into those things. Um, I guess you don't really I don't really I guess you don't really know how to prepare for that. Right. But I feel that it, it's important because it can really break you down if you let it, you know, just knowing that. Um, I'm celebrating life and I'm celebrating commitment and 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 and, and we're here um, trying to enjoy great joyous memories, um, trying to create unequivocal memories. You know, um, I think I, I think I'm using that word correctly, but I'm trying to just just really uh, hit the nail on the head describing the the complete opposite of of what was what was felt during the service uh, of of Jared Allen you know and 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 may God rest his soul uh, during service 
there was this uh, interesting um, moment that I remember um, because everybody knew that I knew him the longest. I knew him from, you know, we, we, we were boys since seventh grade, you know, so a lot of people aside from his mom and dad were very attentive to to me, you know, and how I was doing and, and how I was going to take it and, and, and what I was going to do and how I was going to handle it, you know, during that during that time. And I think what gave me the strength, what gave me that strength to, to do that without feeling like I needed to 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 regress or, or to backtrack and to go into a rabbit hole of, of darkness um, was understanding that, you know, this is exactly what is this is exactly life. Like this is what it is. The mental preparation. Like if you do not train yourself mentally, spiritually, and physically for the things that life inevitably um, brings or, or occurs in your life, you will you will you will lose. You will go back to drinking. You will go back to using drugs. You'll go back to partying. You'll go back to that toxic relationship. You'll go back to that shitty job. You'll go back to the unloving parents. You'll go back to your old ways. Because it's what you know. You have a tendency to go back to the things that we thought that we enjoyed because everything else outside of that is the unknown. We're not prepared for the unknown. Ah, fuck it. He died. Let me just drink my life away. Drink my sorrow away. But you would then also would drink and party. Like, oh, let me drink because they're happy. Or let me party because they're happy. And they got married and they're celebrating. But let me, on the flip side of that, do the opposite. It's like, no, that's not a solution. The energy was obviously different in many aspects. From service to wedding, you know, fear, resentment, sadness, disappointment, and death. In comparison to laughter, joy, certainty, and life. It's polar opposites from the week prior. And those ebbs and flows are the genetic makeup of life. That's exactly what that is. I wanted to share something with you about this and uh, what it means. And to the best of my knowledge and my understanding, it's the way that I can see it um, in a way where it makes sense to me. And I'm hoping that maybe it, it'll make sense to you. And if not, um, you identify with something else that makes sense. A lot of people ask all the time, well, you know, if God is real, then why do bad things happen or you know, if 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 uh, if there was supposed to be good in the world, why are these bad things happening? And it's it's simp it's a simple answer. You know, it really is. And if you and if you choose to believe it, then great. If not, I guarantee you, you will fail. You will fail at life, whatever it is. You will not get better. You will not move forward. You will not progress. You will not achieve the things that you were set out to achieve because you have your blinders on you have this 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 ideology of the way life should be you know neither good nor evil um, is superior to the other you know as one increases like if evil increases 
there will be a decrease in good. And if greatness and good increase, there will be less of evil, you know, but none is more superior than the other. There must be a balance. There must be a balance in order to achieve that harmony. You know, this is the concept of uh, yin and yang. Um, there's a principle in which the philosophy suggests that life goes through uh, these five phases. Uh, fire, water, metal, wood, and earth, which uh, synonymously weave together according to this principle. You know, they all are intertwined to create this this uh this universe you know yin is uh is feminine yin is black dark north it's water it's passive the moon earth cold old even numbers valleys poor soft and it provides a spirit to all things while the counterpart yang is masculine white light south it's fire creativity active sun heaven warm young odd numbers mountains rich hard and it provides form to all things. They have to be together. They are one in the same. Yin and Yang were born from chaos when the universe was first created, as philosophy puts it. You know, whether you choose to believe in God, there must be chaos in for there to be order. And even though this is contrary to what you would refer to as Christianity, it's not so different from whom you would call Christ, you know. And, and from a biblical standpoint, whether you choose to believe in, 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 uh, in God or not, I, I always find it to be super interesting that um, it's explained in a science. There's things that explain in science, right, that prior to science being science, everything was created or explained through stories and that is what the bible is it's explaining exactly what life is through a series of stories you know these are ways that we essentially described certain things that we should essentially live by or to at least to have a better understanding and from that biblical span, uh, standpoint even in the beginning of the of the bible it speaks about genesis in genesis literally genesis chapter 1 verse 1 in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth right heavens and the earth so we spoke about yang being heaven yin being earth right Two opposites, polar opposites. You know, one cannot live without the other. Heaven cannot live without earth and earth without heaven. That doesn't say God created heavens with earth or heavens 
earth. I don't even know how you would even uh, explain that part, but it's heavens and the earth. Yin and yang, order and chaos. I read this saying and I was reading this book um, and it really, really spoke to me. And I'm hoping that maybe um, it would make sense to you as well. Uh, in the Christian tradition, Christ identified with the logos. The logos is the word of God. And that word transformed chaos into order at the beginning of time. As in Genesis 1.1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, right? Christ sacrificed himself voluntarily to the truth, to the good, to God. And in consequence, he died and was reborn. The word that produces order from chaos sacrifices everything even itself to God. The word that produces order from chaos sacrifices everything, even itself to God. That single sentence, wise beyond comprehension, sums up Christianity. And I'll read it again for any of you that missed it, right? The word that produces Order from chaos sacrifices everything, even itself, to God. <laughs> it's, I had to read that <clears throat> over and over and, and, and understand exactly what that meant, you know, and, and it really, it really sat with me for a while, um, because, it, it, then, it then goes on to say um, that every bit of learning is a little death. If you look at it in its purest form, life, death, order, chaos. Every bit of new information will challenge a previous conception, forcing it to dissolve into chaos before it can be reborn as something better. Sometimes such deaths virtually destroy us. In such cases, we might never recover, or if we do, we change a lot. There are so many moments <clears throat> that happen um, that we die and we become reborn again on a, on a, I wouldn't even say on a daily basis, just over the course of our life, we may die and become new individuals again. I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but if you've ever felt to a point where you almost reset your life, like let's say you thought that you had an amazing job, right? And you've been there for a while, you lose it. You lose your job, you lose your house, you lost your whatever it is, right? And in that moment, you actually feel like you're starting over. That is the death of that. that it's the, that is the death of who you were then and the reborn of who you are now. There's a there's a click. There's a, a literally a switch. I've talked about it before where there's this pivotal moment that happens in our life where we know that, oh, when I was X, Y and Z or when I was that age, that was the moment for me 
that changed everything and you no longer are that person anymore. There is no going back to being that person. You know, there are two like and then you have in Genesis 1 4, right? And God saw the light that it was good and God divided the light from the darkness. God saw the light that it was good, divided the light from the darkness. That specific saying, um, that specific scripture right there always emphasizes the good and the bad. There is one. There cannot be one without the other. And it's the hardest part coming to terms with the fact that life is filled with misery, that life is a collection of misery, in fact, and things happen all the time completely out of our control. We dwell on things we wanted to change, things we wanted to shape for our futures. We dwell on what ifs and the I wish I had mentality. We always we're never living in the present. We're always thinking about the past or the future. We're never here. Never here. Always the negative. And we spiral into chaos. That's what will happen. We spiral into what would be classified as hell. But we have options. We can choose to celebrate life. As I did when we went to my wedding. But we can also choose to celebrate death as well because they're both they're one in the same they're one in the same we are now going to give celebration to something new at that moment we we or or myself or even more than one person myself his mom his dad have a choice right now they either become reborn after they have now died because they're they died they died a part of them if not all of them has passed away his mother, and his father. And they can either choose to spiral out of control or choose to be reborn again and take exactly what life gave them and live. You know, you have to. We can choose to be the person we need to be or we can choose to spiral out of control. There is nothing that you can do if someone you love gets sick. There's nothing that you can do if someone you love passes away or someone fucks you over. It's out of our control. And when we think that we can control it and we realize that it's actually out of our hands, people lose their fucking minds. Because they thought that they were in control all along and life will fucking show you real quick. You were not in control of the inevitable. The things that happen in life are meant to happen because it is life. If you were not here, it will happen anyway. If you take away death and so on and so forth, and it's just animals here. Animals will get sick. Animals will die. Animals will fight each other. Animals will kill each other. Natural disasters will still happen with or without you being here. You have the blessing and you are fortunate enough to experience the beauty and the chaos simultaneously of whatever life gives because this is just what it is. <laughs> this, is this is it. And we can make it a little less miserable, you know? When, when, when people start to act irrational and start to place blame on everyone else, you know, when they realize that they couldn't control something, they start to project and wonder why life is so miserable because it is. It, it, just, it just is. Life is. 
There, there's no, there's no, there's nothing in between that sentence. Life is period. Not life should be. So we can make it a little less miserable, you know, when we start accepting the facts of life. There needs to be life for there to be death. That, that that's it. That's the only way. There needs to be a protagonist for there to be an antagonist. There isn't anything in the world that can change the inevitable misfortune of life. Not even science. No matter how much people don't want to die, it is going to happen. It's the unfortunate truth that people tend to uh, only want to dwell on good times. You know, nobody ever wants to bring up the bad times. But the problem I see with that in my own life is I become blinded. You know, I start to feel that life is so great and now I'm guarded and I'm sheltered to the point that when something bad happens that I don't like, we start to blame God or we blame life for doing what life does. There isn't really a good or a bad. It's how people perceive it. They give life to whatever the situation or the circumstances are. You know, is a hurricane bad if it doesn't kill anyone? No, right? Hurricanes are just a hurricane. If a hurricane comes through and then wipes everyone, like, oh my God, Hurricane Katrina was so bad. Hurricane, um, this was really bad and so on and so forth. It's like, yeah, but if nobody lived there, would it, would it be bad? Or would it just be a hurricane? You know? These are just things that just happen and we're just here. Right? I wouldn't say we're in the way, but we're, we are there in the way of whatever it is that life does. You know? If nobody was close to the person that did pass away, if nobody was close to my, my boy, my boy, Jared, if nobody was close to him, and he just died. Would it be sad? Or would it just would it just be like, you know, it was his time. Of course, it's sad. You know, but it's but it also it just is that it's that is what that is the nature of. It. And I thought. I I. <laughs> I have a had a. Um, a serious, serious, um, I don't even know what, what, I don't even know what I would, uh, describe it as. I had this, uh, I had this serious fear of, uh, of death. You know, when, when I always used to, I remember, I, I remember, I, I remember I cried. <laughs> I remember I cried myself to sleep when uh, my mother told me for the first time ever, um, she goes, you know, I'm not going to be here one day. Right. And I'm like, what do you mean? You're not going to be here one day. I was, I don't remember exactly how old that was. I think I was in like fourth grade, had to have been in fourth grade, maybe even third grade. How old are you in third grade? I have no idea. Had to be third grade. I think it was probably when I was in Tamarack. Anyways, used to cry myself to sleep thinking about what the hell she just said and how that would actually make sense. How can I con- how the hell could you even conceptualize the idea of this person who's here right now not be there? So I would start to think about it to the point where I would literally think about life going on for so long and that person not be there and try to dive even deeper into the rabbit hole to like get into this dark space, but never actually being able to create the idea that that person's not there. And it would scare me to death. It would scare me to death. 
And what I would do, what I would do is I would never think about it. I would try to never, ever, 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 ever think about the concept like, oh my God, you know, death. You see death around you all the time. You see roadkill. You just, oh, it's a dead raccoon. But like, that's death. That's death doing what death does. That could be your parent. You know, I get it. It's an animal. I get it. It's a raccoon. But that's the, that's my point. It's a part of life. But you don't have any sentimental, um, you don't have any attachments to that raccoon. So you just put on the back burner, like, oh, death, whatever, blah, blah, but not really taking into accountability that that at its core is what life is. Beginnings and endings, beginnings and endings. When all you're looking for is is for things to go wrong, you're always find the wrong with life and never see the good or the potential that life can essentially offer you. And I'm not entirely sure how to navigate through life with with traumatic events you know everyone is different everyone is equipped with different skills and different characteristics and different life experiences so some may be better at traumatic events than others some may know how to compartmentalize their feelings and emotions some people may know how to be strong and others not but one thing i know um that is for certain is that if you don't keep at the forefront of your mind the the misfortune that can happen then when it does happen you will be you will be startled you will be rattled you will be confused you will you you will you will be taken aback and just be like oh my god i can't believe that this happened to me why it it, it it's going to happen at some point and you need to prepare for that you need to be that person that people can rely on you know, you need to be that person that that could essentially um, pick up the slack when people start to fall apart. You need to be able to be that person that's strong enough to be there for the family if, if you lose three or four family members, you know, in a short period of time. I know someone that lost um, <clears throat> that lost like their brother and mother in the same year. And then they're like, they're a significant other, like got into a serious, a serious accident, you know? Like, what are they, what are they supposed to do? That is extremely unfortunate, you know, that it had to happen um, so often, so quick, you know, so quickly in such a short period of time, of course. That was, that was, those are traumatic events that they had to, they had to persevere through. I'm not saying that's easy, you know? And it, and it, it sucks the life out of you. No, knowing that knowing that you have to attend a funeral or you have to deal with the um with the with the inevitable things uh, of life you know it's it's one of those things where <clears throat> i don't know I, I i put it to the two extremes of life and death because it's it's so prevalent um in that past week, you know, there was it was just so eye opening that everyone was so happy and so excited and so joyous and 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 filled with love and 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 emotion, positive emotion, you know, and 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 with the the flip of a and then with the flip of a switch, nobody attended besides myself. But at the flip of the switch, you know, that could all go that could all go downhill. Literally, you know, within the same day. You know, I remember my 
my biological brother, it was his birthday when I found out that my uh, my buddy um, OD'd. You know, he he overdosed, and um, I wanted to tell his story because <clears throat> the pastor made it made it make sense. He made it make sense because this wasn't the first time that he overdosed, right? He overdosed, I think, maybe three times prior. But God, the universe, whoever you choose to believe in, um, kept him here. And the only thing that changed about this last time when he OD'd was it took all those times and then for him, my boy, to see um, his grandfather pass away, for him to realize I need to get right with doing right and I want to get back with my faith with God and he did he went back home got with his pastor he got right with God and wanted to start to make the change and repent and apologize humble himself let his pride and ego um, get out of his life he did that and he did that and when it when, when he finally did that when he finally wanted to decide to live life the way that it should be, um, he let the misfortune, he let the sadness, the regret, the resentment, life get a hold of him. All the miserable things that go on in life, he allowed it to get a hold of him. And he thought he was strong and he thought he was better, thought he was Superman. He thought he was going to he thought he was going to go out and do this one more time and get away with it just to just to feel happy momentarily just to escape life in itself. And he paid the he paid the ultimate consequence. But he got himself right with God. And this time he didn't come back. Do I know if he's in heaven? No idea. Do I know if he earned it? No idea. No idea. Obviously, we always all wish for the best, but think about it. That's another concept that people have. Man, they died. I know they're in heaven. You don't know that. They could have lived a shitty life. They could have been terrible people. Not a single person is going to say that man is in hell. We forget the true nature of, of how harsh life could be. We forget that part. We forget on a daily basis that this could be the last time that we walk out that front door. This could be the last time that we see our parents. This could be the last time that we get the opportunity to go do something we enjoy. This could be it. Everyone knows it, but doesn't want to really dwell on that. You know, and I try to, I wake up every day and I'm like, man, if so-and-so died, I need to hustle like it's like that. I need to think about my parents dying and see how I would move. You know, I need to think like I'm on my deathbed and see how I'm going to move. Is it extreme? Of course. But is it the truth? Absolutely. I don't know. You don't know. The uncertainty is always going to be there. When your time is here, your time is here. And I'm not trying to make it depressing or sound sad or anything like that. The biggest thing that we need to we need to try to grasp is. Living life to the to to the to the best of our abilities and not allowing the fact that life can be miserable stop you from doing right 
from stopping you from living in truth, from stopping you from truly understanding um, what you need to do and stop dwelling on the stuff completely out of your control. I'm just so I'm so tired of that, you know, I was able to, to sit there and and really really be present as much as it hurt me it's so hard to allow myself to backtrack it's so hard it's so hard to allow myself to backtrack because you know what i could just waste another three four days or another three four years you know being down about it being beat up about it being tired being sick of it and all that's going to happen is like when you dwell on your own misery and you dwell on the bad things that happen, you'll live in misery. Li- misery. You'll literally be living in hell here on earth. You will literally be living in hell. And that's no way for anyone to live when you can't even look someone in the eye because you're ashamed or you're disappointed. When you can't even walk down the street with someone without someone tucking their bag in or seeing the way that you carry yourself as an individual. That's no way to live. We're meant to connect. We're meant to be around each other. We're meant to be there for each other. We're meant to strive together and build heaven on earth together. We're meant to do that. That is it. But when you start to go down that path or fall down that rabbit hole of, of, of the miseries of life and the chaos of life, you will find it and you will let evil creep in and you will let those misfortunes guide you in the wrong direction. You cannot let that happen. You cannot let that happen. Bad things are going to happen in case you forgot. But it's extremely important that you prepare yourself for the worst always and be ready and be the person that people can rely on when shit gets when shit goes south. Be that person. Be that support system. Be that person that's strong enough to take care of the family. Be that person. I'm not telling you to have all the finances in order, but be emotionally, mentally, and spiritually so grounded. That you are going to be the anchor for everyone that's around you. And that in and of itself will give you satisfaction. That in and of itself will give you a sense of purpose. It will give you a sense of, of duty and, and, and principle. It will give you a sense of, of identity when you're, when you're trying to build yourself to be the person that everyone is going to rely on. When life hands you death. You know? And on the flip side of that too, be that person that people can rely on at that wedding. That people want you to be there. They want you. There's only one wedding. You know? There's one, not necessarily one marriage or one wedding, but you get the concept. There's only one wedding. One opportunity. Be the person that people want you to be there. They want that one person, you know, my cousin, um, she actually, she postponed her wedding because her, her, her brother couldn't come. She pushed it back like a few months later. He's that person to her. That's family. If you were a shitty person, a shitty brother, no one gave a fuck. Are you, are you going to be the person that your sister or your brother is going to postpone their own wedding because they want you there? 
Are you the person that nobody cares about? Are you the person that nobody wants around? Like, yeah, whatever. If he comes, he comes. If he doesn't, he doesn't. Who cares? No. You don't. Your family is the most important. And I'm not even talking about just your biological. Literally, your tribe. The people that are in your circle. Whether it be at work. People that want you at work. My boss is here. You always got that person that comes to work. Man, I want my person here. Be that person. Be the person your kid says, ooh, I want my mommy here. Ooh, I want my daddy here. Be the teacher. Ooh, I want that. I can't wait to go to this person's class. Be that person. Strive to be that person. And the only way you can be that person is by literally living life in a way where you enjoy it and don't allow it to bring you down and bring value to people in their life on a daily basis as much as possible. No matter what. Because you may never see them again. And you would love nothing more than to make someone happy before you passed away. At least that's what I want to do. And we all struggle. I'm not perfect. I piss off my parents. My parent. I piss off my brother. You know. I piss off. I pissed off my significant other. You know. Plenty of times. In the past. Um, but it doesn't matter. You, 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 you strive to make less errors. You strive to really try to keep that in mind. Some days I don't feel good. Some days I wake up and then, you know, I think about that. I think about that all the time. I'm just like, man, oh, God, I know that I could possibly not be here or that person could not be here. Let me make amends. Let me continuously strive to be grateful because I want to make an imprint. You should make an imprint. You should literally stamp your fucking foot in the ground and build heaven here. Build life on earth. All right. And be that change in your community. I can't do it alone. You can't do it alone. You have to reach out to someone else and give them this information and, and, and speak to them. Speak life into them. The ones that are always all down and like, man, life is miserable and everything is so bad. And this little thing is happening and this thing is happening. And this, so the fuck what? So what? It's going to still be here, whether you bitch about it or not. So what are you going to do? Continuously dwell in that chaos and be in that despair and be in that negative fucking circle of death? That's what it is. You're just waiting to die. You're just dwelling on fucking miserable, negative bullshit. And you're just there existing to die. Nobody's living that's negative. Nobody. Nobody's living thinking about all the bad shit. That calls on in life. Nobody. You know, like, accept it for what it is. And it's no longer about being negative. It is what it is. And move the fuck on. And make shit happen. And be the anchor. I hope that this helped. This is something that I've just really been thinking about this for all week. Or all two weeks. Like, it's crazy to me, you know. Literally, went to one wedding and then the following weekend went to a funeral you know two people extremely close to me you know and i'm gonna be able to get up and go to work tomorrow not like nothing happened but like nothing happened you know and, and because i guess i prepared myself for this you know i i think i i prepared myself to not resort back to my old ways when times got tough and just hold on strong and if you ever need anybody to talk to, to text, to chat, 
you know where to find me. You can literally go on all my socials at M-A-E-L-K-U-H-M. Reach out to at the Monday Hustle. I always respond the best I know how and do my best to provide value as always to all of you that continuously come back and listen because I think I found it. I think I think I've I think I've hit the nail on the head and where I want to where I want to move forward. And it took a while, 28 years, I think my 28. Yeah, I'm 28. I'll be 29 in April. 29 in April. And I think I think I think that's the angle I want. I want to be I want to be the anchor for the people in my life. The best I know how. I appreciate you guys as always. Um Monday Hustle would not be the Monday Hustle without you here, without you in it. So I I truly do appreciate each and every one of you that come back. And if it was your first time, I apologize if you felt that this was a little melancholy, but it's not. It's just it just is right. I want you to take every single moment that you possibly can this week and try to make a difference in somebody's life. It doesn't have to be extravagant. You could start at home, start at work, start at the gas station, start at your local grocery store and just try to provide value. And see how it makes you feel. I bet it makes you ten, makes you feel ten times better than the opposite. I can guarantee it. Hope you have the best of luck this week and go out there and kill it. Per usual, let's hustle. Peace. Every day I'm hustling. 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 Every day I'm hustling.